Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me and a guest today for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. They are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main topic, let's remember that email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact with me. So email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and I'll get to you as fast as I can. Or message me on Instagram. And while you're there, like me. And follow me on Instagram because I'm sharing all sorts of things about how we can improve our health every day on Instagram. So Instagram is the best place to find me and also get in contact with me. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Basically, any place that you can find uh, podcasts, I'll be there. And most important, share. Share this podcast. This stuff is just too important. We need to get true health out there. People are having a hard time finding it because there's so much information out there. So get this podcast out. Share it with all your friends and family so the world or maybe just your community can find where health is truly found. Real quick, my new book, Playing in the Dirt, is now available. It's a great way to learn how we, our health, is intertwined with the health of the soil. How we need to build up soil so we can build up ourselves. And it's full of personal history and great ways to, well, not great, eight great ways showing how we need to be outside playing in the dirt just a little bit more. I also have my book, The Four Pillars of Health. You can get both those books on Amazon.com, or if you live in the United States, you can buy them and you can use Bitcoin. All right, let's get into this main, let's get into the main contact, this this interview I did with PMFA about nutrition and how it's a lifelong journey, like we always talk about. Um, She brings in her expertise and, and how she's been helping people through her own store, and now with online, she's also helping people far and wide. So let's get into this great conversation I had with with Pia. Enjoy it, and well, we'll see you next time. It's been a while since I interviewed, but I am coming back to it. It's been a lot of solo shows, and it's going to be great to bring people back and and converse about these awesome topics that we always talk about. Having two people on on the line is always more entertaining. Well, I guess not always, but can be more entertaining. So I'm I'm glad to have Pia Maffei on with us, and she's going to be talking about all the stuff she's been doing lately, and not just lately, but since about 2013. So she's got some experience, and she's going to let us know all the great stuff that she's doing while we have a great conversation about health, and that's what this podcast is all about. So Mia, uh, Pia, excuse me. Pia, would you like to kind of give yourself an introduction and then everything you've been doing and and what you're up to right now? Okay. Thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate you having me on your show and welcome back. So um, my name is Pia Maffei. Like you said, I own a health food store in Southern California called Artisan's Palette, and I opened that store in 2013. And like most people at that time and even today, most people, I think if you ask them, they will say they're pretty healthy. You know, they're doing most things right. 
and I certainly fell into that category believing that I was always compared. Well, I'm healthier then, and that could be your neighbor, your brother, your family member, whatever. I always, you know, couched it that way. And um, then being confronted with the customers coming in the store and being introduced to a variety of ailments that they had that I never heard of, different autoimmune conditions, um, really serious conditions that that my customers would come in and talk about and say, well, I can't have this type of food because of, you know, fill in the blank. And they were trying to avoid certain foods. And at that time, the big one was gluten um, in 2013. And so um, with me, I always thought, well, people were avoiding gluten because they wanted to lose weight. And I wasn't really that familiar with autoimmune conditions like celiac or even gluten intolerances or just the fact that gluten's not the best ingredient to have for a variety of reasons, um, including inflammation, but also kind of, you know, um, brain fog, etc. So anyway, as the days, weeks, months, etc. progressed, I noticed that I started pivoting in how I was curating my store. And that was based on me purely listening to my customers and understanding, you know, this is serious. So I often, I wrote a blog a couple years ago basically saying, you know, I was a drug pusher and I was pushing and the drug I was pushing was sugar. Everything had it. Everything in my store had sugar in it from the jams even savory items, you'd, you'd pick up um, a seasoning that was like, you know, just the you'd think you'd put on chicken, but it had sugar in it. And it was like everything I was choosing, I go, what am I doing here? I'm contributing to these problems that these people have. And ultimately, I can be one of these people that have these health related issues. So that's really when I started to take a deep dive into the ingredients that were in products, um, understanding these people's plight of, you know, they really can ha- cannot have certain ingredients, and then taking a deeper dive into the quality of those ingredients, really understanding GMOs at that point, and understanding you had to go beyond just the label of organic. So I started slowly creating visual aids Um, And one of my first visual aids that I created was a pyramid called the What Are You Buying Pyramid. And this pyramid was clear in saying you cannot make a change until you understand what you're buying. Because if you don't understand what you're buying, there's no use. You can say, oh, I'm fairly healthy. Yeah, you know, I eat, you know, I don't really snack. I eat mostly three times a day or whatever, however many times you think is healthy per day based on whatever blog you read that day. Um, and going through and saying, okay, um, these were just things that you read and somehow are stuck in your head. It doesn't mean that there's truth to them. So let's, let's go a little bit further down and understand truly what you're buying related to the pyramid. And that's when I introduced kind of industrial uh, food, which is all the food that's out there, no matter whether you shop at a supermarket, um, a health food store, uh, you go to a, a walk-up or a five-star restaurant, it's all industrial food. And then 
And then I described in this pyramid how you can slowly go up the pyramid to start to understand what is the organic label. And I introduced the term industrial organic at that point because, yes, it could be organic, but it doesn't mean it's coming from your local area. Um, and then understanding the differences between just organic meat, grass-fed meat, and true pasture-raised meat, which is much, as you know, much, much harder to get and is not really available at the industrial level. So starting to educate, that was my first um, visual aid that I helped my customers start to understand what is the difference between what I'm curating in my store versus what you could be getting in a different store. And then basically um, the journey continued from there. Nice. And from that journey, you've come all the way to now you have courses that you're well, a course that you've started that you're trying to help people understand even more, correct? What's what's the name of the course? Correct. So the course is called Get Food Smart, Get Real, and it goes through the pyramid, um, starts there. But it really, it actually doesn't exactly start there. It starts with a very in-depth, detailed uh, questionnaire that gets people into understanding the purpose of why they've come to this point, you know, with taking the course. It's not about choosing a diet lane. I learned pretty quickly that it would have been much easier for me to write a course to tell people what to eat, because generally that's what people want. They want to be told, just, I hear it every day, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then that's it. And I go, but that's the problem is telling you what to do. I'd rather educate and inform and empower you. And then you don't ever have to listen to somebody telling you what to eat because there is no one size fits all. Your microbiome is completely different from my microbiome. So learning, learning about the foods that love you back is paramount. And so that's the start of the journey. So setting your mindset to that is much different than a mindset that says, oh, I'm going to follow this 30 day challenge or this 28 day cleanse or whatever that is. It's a it's temporary. And then what ends up happening is you do the 28 day cleanse or the 30 day challenge or the six month keto protocol, whatever that is. And what happens when you're done? You go right back to where you were before. That's why people gain all the weight. So I explain it's not about weight loss. It's about the mindset. And the weight loss is a byproduct. So you start with your mindset shift and start learning and educating about the foods yourself. You learn and educate for yourself. And then you start to understand how these foods either agree with you or disagree with you. And that's the start of your journey, basically. Oh, yeah. And I and I believe that's how it is. You're completely correct. And I believe personally that we that yeah, we're all different. Our microbiome is is different. Uh, each and every one of us is, is completely individual, not in not just the microbiome, but as, as people and who we are and what what our talents are and what we want to achieve and what we can achieve and how we can help other people. But it, 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 like you said, the the whole the whole mindset of what to eat and how to eat it and when to eat it 
Yeah, most people are looking just for that time and what and where and how. Correct. And I love I love how you're trying to help people understand that no, it's it's not what, where, and how. It's let's see what how I can help myself mm-hmm. as an individual eat what I should eat to make me as healthy as possible. We know there are certain there are certain things, there are certain foods we can call them, because we don't want to call them products, because the products mm-hmm. is what they sell in supermarkets, and we want to stay away from that, but the foods that, that yeah, they're, they're, we should involve them in our diets. Some of the, some of the, so, some of the, the foods that everyone should be involving in their diets, what, to you, what are some of those foods that every, we should be involving, and we should be eating to some point, uh, what are the what are those so that so people can start to say, well, I know this needs to be in my diet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not a big fan of telling people what to eat at all. It's more about informing and educating them. So let's say, for instance, somebody chooses to eat meat. OK, that's their choice. I go, OK, you want to eat meat. If you decide to eat meat, you have to go beyond understanding just grass fed. Right. Grass fed means nothing. Like, I mean, the the cow is fed grass the first five to six months of their life. They have to or else you'll kill the breed. And then it's like, okay, then what happens after that? And then you go, oh, no, no, I just eat grass fed, grass finished. You go, okay, but where was the cow? Was it in a was it in a barn eating grass? Well, that's not the same as being on a pasture. Right. And then understanding the definition of the true definition of pasture, which is the animals not only on the pasture, but the farmer is properly rotating animals around the pasture. So the pasture becomes nutritionally dense. So then if you decide to eat meat, that's the meat you should be eating, not the meat at the supermarket that just says, oh, cage free, vegetarian fed, all of the deceptive marketing techniques that are used to make you believe that you're getting this, you know, amazing quality and you're equating it in your brain with highest level pasture and really it's in a silo getting fed, you know, vegetarian feed. You know, we all know that chickens are not vegetarians, they're omnivores. So having that as a sales point is is ridiculous. But Many people don't know that. So they'll think that's a better quality or cut of meat to do that rather than really understanding who in my community is doing pasture meat. Where could I find them? Where are the local farms? And really, really looking for it because that requires a little bit more work. You know, if people decide to eat fruit, okay, okay, then it's okay. You decide to eat fruit. Where did the fruit come from? Is it coming from a local farm that it's growing in season and you've been to the farm and you know that it's grown organically? Um, Or is it coming from another country and you're relying on, you know, okay, well, that's what it was. And I'm basing it on my on the price and I'm just going to buy that. Um, We need to be more involved with where the food is coming from. Yep. Yeah. And that's Exactly what I I mean, what we need to do is know where it's coming from, just like you said, and try to stay in season, just like you're saying, too. And so it's it's more and that's what it is. Nutrition today is more of an education in the food system 
more than Correct. the food. So we need to because yeah, if we go back two or three or maybe four generations, it wasn't like that. You would go to the the market in the corner and you'd be getting vegetables and fruits and even meats that you know. Well, I guess you didn't know, but you didn't need to worry about them having all the chemicals and the and and being raised properly. You went and you got some some healthy foods, but unfortunately, in the system that we're living in today, um. Everything, the majority of stuff found in supermarkets, it's it's even when it says, like you say, grass fed or 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 cage free and all and all those all those new names that they use in marketing. Um, it's something that yeah you truly can't trust. So it's important, like you say, is to get out there and get to know your farmers. And I always say grow as much of your own food as possible. And mm-hmm. that's and to me, that's that's something that's very important. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of us can't grow our own meats if you eat meat. So it's so important to find those meats from someone you can trust, get to know the farmer and and actually see what he's doing. And then, yeah, you know what you're eating is is nutrient dense. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for nutrient dense foods that will really nu- give us the nutrition that our bodies require to be healthy. Exactly. So, On the what are you buying pyramid and maybe in your page notes you can link to it at the top of that pyramid is grow your own and so in the course we talk about ways in which you can get started so even if you get started with just like planting basil right now you know we're in the summer season basil does really well uh when it's hot and you know growing it is easy and you could even grow it indoors so we give these tips through the the course the get food smart get real course that is more about educating and empowering versus just eat this eat that don't eat at this time it's really laying out the groundwork so then once you have that knowledge then you'll never be enticed to do a what i call a diet lane again so something like vegan, paleo, primal, keto, vegetarian, these are all just diet lanes. And you could do any one of them clean or you could do any one of them not so clean. So people just automatically assume, oh, if you're vegan, you're doing some form of clean eating. Veganism, I mean, if you're, you can, you can do a very clean vegan, but it is one of the most processed um GMO ridden, uh, disgusting diets that's on the market today, especially if you're consuming Impossible Burger, Beyond Burger and all of these fake meats. Um, it's not even close to being clean eating. Oh, for sure. And that's and oh, yeah. And that's the problem. Uh, people think they're eating clean, like you say, Correct. and at the same time, they're, they're so far from it because they're following a certain diet. And I love I love how you're 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 trying to stay away from the diets and just teaching nutrition where clean food comes from. And if you do that, your body does everything else. And that's something I talk about quite often. The people that listen um, will know that it's 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 a lot more simple than we than we make it. It is difficult finding nowadays, unfortunately, but it can be done. And once we find it, everything else becomes so simple because the nutrition is provided and the body 
will recuperate, heal, or become strong and empowered over time. Um, and sometimes, it all depends on how sick we are, it takes more time than others and including different lifestyles. And that's one of the things we talked about before, too, is one of the things that you're trying to teach is is nutrition or eating as a lifestyle. Do you want to talk a little bit about about that, too? Yeah, the eating as, as a lifestyle, that's really what I call the journey that is clean eating. Because once your mindset has shifted into, um, it's like you're present. You know, your your consciousness is turned into something that is more about than just the food. It becomes more about strategic eating. Let's take, for example, you have... Um, gut-related problems, you know, whether it's indigestion problems or elimination problems or bloating issues. A lot of people suffer from this, right? So we start and say, okay, well, if we're eating strategically, then we would know that if you're going to consume, let's say, yogurt in the morning, okay, then wouldn't it be better if you got a non-dairy, maybe a coconut yogurt that's really high in quality probiotics and you use you take that versus the industrial version that's filled with sugar. So it's the same food, but just the better version of that food. So and we go through the whole day and say, okay, how many times? Because we know with probiotics, not just one type of probiotic, we need multiple types of probiotics, um, many, many different types all throughout the day. So. In a store like mine, I tell my customers, my customers know it's easy because I've done the work for you. So you can't make a mistake. What the course does is basically say, I'm going to empower you and educate you so you know what you what you go and look for. And so that's really the two different things. The physical store that I've created in Southern California is the place that you can go and shop safely and pretty much not make a mistake. Um and then the course is what gives you that um, education and empowerment to go anywhere um, because not everybody lives in Southern California and can get to my store. Right. So it's easy. It's it's that's really the connection between the two. Another concept in the in the course that we talk about is return on investment. So, see, these are higher level concepts versus just telling somebody what to eat. So if you go through and you say, okay, well, I'm, um, you look at the pyramid, you go, what am I currently buying? So you can understand, you go, okay, most of the stuff I'm buying is at the industrial level. And sometimes I do a little bit better and I go up one level to the industrial organic level. We go, okay, let's talk about that and talk about the foods that you're consuming in those, um, in those areas. So it could be an overload of sugar, it could be an overload of grain. Um, it could be an overload of dairy, so we're not doing strategic eating. And then those foods can contribute to some of the bloating. Now we look at return on investment. Say, so, okay, you purchased something that you thought was inexpensive, but then you had to go and purchase other types of things to solve the indigestion problem or the elimination problem or the bloating problem. So, but because you're going into your uh, medicine cabinet and looking there, you don't really factor that in as your food budget because you go, oh, I bought this for my food budget and then I bought this from my, you know, healthcare pro uh, 
uh, budget. But if you look at your medicine cabinet, how many things are in your medicine cabinet that um, you're taking because it was contributed from the eating, the choices that you made from your eating protocol. So if you look at that and you go, what's my return on investment? It starts to look like, oh, probably not very good. So if you're continuing to buy industrial foods that are not get loving you back and not giving you this um, return that you're looking for, that again goes toward understanding why you have to have a mindset shift. Nice. And yeah. That's and that's one of the main problems with people. People say, well, I just can't afford it. And if you start to look at it and over time, yeah, everything else that you have to buy to compensate for the cheap food is probably mm-hmm. a lot more expensive. And and then when you combine growing some of your own food to that, I mean, you probably get to the point where you're even saving some money instead of instead of wasting. I guess we can call it wasting money on on yeah. on medications or other other we can call them supplements that truly you don't need because you're just not giving your body what it needs and if you would just spend maybe just a couple more dollars or just be a little bit more careful um you'd probably be saving quite a bit more money i think that's a great concept and i think that's pretty neat how you put that in your course to help people understand because that's a question most people have i can't afford it um i can't afford it because it's so expensive Uh, and then and and the neat oh sorry go ahead no 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 continue I was going to say, when you actually go through it, you start to see that you save money because then you don't need those items that are in your medicine cabinet. And you actually um, go through and you're not having those frivolous buys, you know, like because you're eating more nutritionally dense food and you're eating, you know, uh, kind of what I say strategically, then you're not dropping the five dollars on the frivolous, you know, coffee drink. Uh, in the middle of the afternoon. So that adds up very, very quickly. Those frivolous, just, oh, I'm going to get gas and I'm going to run in and get a snack. Um, whatever that purchase was, that those frivolous buys go away and you start again to see, wow, I really am saving money and I'm buying so much higher quality food. One thing that people aren't aware of in my store, um, we don't take uh, EBT, but many, many of my customers are on food stamps. And when I tell customers that, they're like, really, what? And, and I'm like, because they've put themselves as a priority. They're number one. So they really care what they're putting in their body. So it's a misconception that people think, oh, you know, uh, you have to be wealthy to eat clean and know that that's not correct. You just have to make yourself a priority to eat clean. And if you make yourself a priority to eat clean, it will happen. Oh, for sure, it will happen. And that's the thing. It's it's people don't make it a part. They don't make their health a priority, and eventually it becomes a it becomes a crisis. And then it's correct. so much more expensive. But if you like you're talking about, if we're trying to just to be healthy and per, in in other words prevent any of that stuff from ever happening. Our life, not only today, is a lot more easier, but our future is going to be so much more easier, not only on our health, but economically also. That's why I love talking about this stuff, because it's not only to be to be in, in, in the moment healthy and feel great and be able to work and help others and help yourself, but 10 to 15 years down the line, you're not going to have any of these health problems because you 
helped yourself today and you're going to be able to continue to be happy and and work and help others 15 years, 20 years down the line without having to worry about those crises, those health crises that happen mm-hmm. so often nowadays and people don't understand it because well i don't feel a symptom or i don't have a symptom that's constant so i must be somewhat healthy what you're you're so far from that and by by consciously prioritizing what is what is healthy um yeah not only today not not you only feel great today but you feel great 15 20 years down the line and longer. So, yeah, so we call that quality of life. And we get that done in the course from the questionnaire really, really at the beginning, because we 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 start to ask these questions that are quite provocative. And like one of the questions on the questionnaire is, how long do you want to live? Um, and so I give my answer. My answer is 120 minimum. And so every day I am mindful of my goal of getting to my number. Right. And at one point, I want to renegotiate. Maybe it'll be higher. But there's no reason why I can't get there and living that life vibrantly, not, you know, not just getting to a number, but I'm in bed and can't do anything. I want to be very useful and have all my faculties and still be independent. So thinking about that now and laying out the groundwork for beyond 15 to 20 years is so important. So that's the difference in the mindset shift of understanding lasting longevity versus um, a quick fix like a diet lane. And what are you fixing? Really, you're stressing your body. You're not understanding the foods that love you back. And you've put on a frivolous goal of weight loss versus understanding that you want quality of life and longevity and how you can get there. Oh, yeah. Lifestyle. Like, it's, it's, something that I'll, it's, it's something I talk about all the time. It's never going to stop it. Lifestyle. Live it till you die. I mean, health is a journey. It never ends. There's no finish line. We just keep on taking one step at a time. And it's mm-hmm. so important that each step is important. Um, it's not yeah. every step we take, you're either moving towards health or the other way. We're never stuck in the middle. We're moving Either, either direction. So in, in nutrition and food, the, the way we the way we fuel ourselves is so, so important to our health. And that's why I love having you on and I love having people talking about these things. Um, any last words yeah. of encouragement or anything like that or any anything you'd like to share before we, we, we finish this up? Uh, sure. Um, people often, they don't know where to start. That's, they're just like, I'm confused. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to, because they'll read a blog and the blog will say one thing, right? And it's so-called expert in quotations. And then they'll go through and then two days, three days later, they'll read something else, which is 180 degree difference from what they just finished reading. So there's a certain amount of what do you believe? What do you want to do? And then people just go, "Mm, you know what? I'm just give up. I don't know where to start. So in the course, we have this component section in the course that's called your switch foods. So you start with something very simple and it's a. Let's say you drink coffee every day, like just pick a routine. You might drink coffee every day or you might have a three o'clock snack every day. Let's say you have a sugar dragon at three o'clock or a salt monster at 8 p.m., whatever that habit is. Okay, we just start there and we say, how do we make this better? So if it's the coffee with, you know, that isn't tested for mold or mycotoxins filled with a creamer and sugar, We go, how do we make that better? I can choose a better coffee. 
I can look at better alternatives for sweeteners and for creamers and start to make that the best coffee you can ever ingest, right? And that becomes your starting point. If you're the three o'clock sugar dragon and you go, I need to have that Hershey's Kiss every day at three o'clock or whatever it is that you have. And then we go, okay, that's the easiest one because there are so many delicious um, chocolate products that are on the market that are made with actual cacao uh, and a good quality cacao and sweetened with other things other than just sugar or high fructose corn syrup. And so we go there and we say, okay, we can solve that problem. So we look at the existing um, patterns that you have and simply switch that out. And that's your first step into clean eating. Nice. And it, that first step is always the hardest, but it usually is the, if it's the right step, it only gets easier from there. So that, right. I love, I, yeah, I love how you want to, how you, how you involve that into your course and how people can take that first difficult step mm-hmm. and make it as, make it as easy as possible, it seems like. And then from there, continue on. Well, thanks right. a ton for coming on and, and sharing okay. y- y- your, your knowledge that you've accumulated over the years to help people eat fresh and eat healthy foods because like I say it is becoming more and more important to prioritize what you're eating and don't just go to a store and buy the cheapest product so it's great to have you on it's great your work I'm glad you're doing this it's going to help so many people and again where can they find where where can they find you and your course that's a uh, great thank you Yes, you can go online and the course is on getfoodsmart.com and my blog site and videos and learning and a lot of uh, you can get the what are you buying pyramid and things like that are on another site called iamacleaneater.com. Perfect. Well, Pia, thanks a ton for coming on and and taking your time to speak to the listeners. And I'm sure they're going to get some great stuff out of this. And, well, we'll put everything in in the show notes so it'll be right there and everyone can find it easily. And, well, hopefully next time time we can chat about some other important things about nutrition. Yes, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll see you later.